Today's scripture and today's word from the Lord speaks to us about prayer, about God sending forth his word to us, and also about what is that, what is that deepest way that the Lord invites us to pray? What's true prayer? What is true prayer? In the first reading, we see that God sends forth his word and he speaks his word. And just like the rains, it produces great fruits and returns to him. We very clearly can see that we know that the Father is the one who sends. And we can think of Jesus, who is truly that word. The one word that the Father speaks from all eternity is Jesus, the incarnate word. And we know that Jesus descended into the earth, took on our human flesh and our human nature, and also took on all of our human sin, was buried in the depths of the earth, and died to set us free from all those sins. And then he rose from the dead once more, and then he returned to the Father. So he was sent by the Father, comes to earth, dies, arises and returns to the Father, and he is seated in glory at the right hand of the Father right now. So the word has come, it has returned, and it is with the Father in glory, in our glorified human nature. And the Lord invites us along this same path of dying and rising and returning to the Father, just as the word has already done. And what is it that Jesus, the word, was speaking to us on this earth? I think in a very particular way, he was trying to teach us, how do we make our return to the Father? How do we go back to him? As he is already back with him. But how do we do that in Christ? And in the gospel, we are very familiar with this prayer that the Lord gives to us. And Jesus speaks to us the Our Father. And it can't get any more fundamental than that. Jesus is the Son of God. We are the children of God. And what's the prayer of children? Our Father. That's the prayer. But I want to look more closely at you know, we see some of these beautiful petitions. Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Just on earth as it is done in heaven. Our daily bread. But I really want to focus on this one. And this one's challenging. Because every time we pray the earth, Father, we say, Father, forgive us our trespasses just as we forgive all those who trespassed against us. Ooh, that's tough. Father, forgive me just as I forgive other people. This is a pretty bold prayer that we pray every time we say the Our Father. And the next question is, well, how do we forgive others? How do we forgive them? Do we really forgive others when they've hurt us? Do, they for, do we forgive when they wrong us? Do, they, do we forgive when maybe we've been scarred for life by something someone has done? Do we forgive them then? Maybe they've changed the whole course of our path. Do we forgive them then? Maybe we feel like they've ruined everything. They've robbed us of everything. They've stolen our very dignity. And we have nothing left. Do we forgive them then? 
but listen to the petition that we pray in the Our Father, and we can challenge ourselves today. Do I really pray that, Father, from my heart? Do I really mean that? Father, forgive me my trespasses. Forgive us our trespasses as, as we, as I forgive those who trespass against us. Even that person who perhaps damaged you or hurt you in a deep way. You feel like you, they stole your deepest dignity. They robbed you of everything. They changed your whole life. Do you forgive them? Because the Lord says, if you forgive men their transgressions, your heavenly Father will forgive you. But if you do not forgive men, neither will your Father forgive your transgression. And I think it's important here, it's not so much that the Father is sort of holding out something to us and saying, you know, well, if you forgive, then, then I'll come in and sweep in and I'll forgive you. But it's a matter of our hearts. If our heart is open to forgiving someone, from the depths of our hearts that we forgive that person who's damaged us the most, then our heart is in a disposition to receive the Father's forgiveness for us. So it's not kind of a, well, if you do that, you know, then, then I'll kind of do something special and forgive you. It's a matter of our hearts. And if we're able to enter into a forgiveness of others from our hearts, then that's precisely the disposition the Lord needs to heal us, to forgive us. So it's fundamental. It's very foundational. In this season of Lent, I think this is a season of forgiveness, a season of reconciliation, uh, which are two different things, but a season of forgiveness. And we know that Jesus, in taking everything upon himself in our sins, he has forgiven us from the depths of his heart for everything, for anything that we have done, that we are doing, that we will ever do, provided we repent, he's already forgiven it. He said, it's on the cross. I've died for you. I've given my spirit for you. It's already forgiven. I forgive you. But unless you forgive others from your heart, you will remain in your unforgiveness. And that is a place of death. So the Lord wants to break us free from unforgiveness into forgiveness, which is the heart of God. And really it unlocks the key to healing as well in our own lives and a, and a healing of our deepest identity. As we conclude here, I think I wanna just walk through a little bit of a prayer for forgiveness. And I encourage you to open your hearts to be vulnerable to the Lord because he delights when we're open, we're honest. Remember, Jesus says, you know, you are children. I'm a son of the Father. You're a daughter. You're a son of the Father, our Father. We're here before the Father. And so we're going to walk through briefly a little prayer of forgiveness. Okay? So I want you to ask the Holy Spirit, we ask the Holy Spirit to show you who you need to forgive in your life. So Holy Spirit, who is it that I need to forgive? Who is it that we need to forgive today? And ask this of yourself, ask the Holy Spirit. Who do you need to forgive in your life? Maybe it's a family member, a friend, somebody who abused you. Maybe you need to forgive God. 
Maybe you need to forgive yourself. Who do you need to forgive today? And as the Holy Spirit's bringing that to your mind and heart, I want you to picture the person in front of you and just pay attention to what you're feeling. Picture that person. Maybe it is that family member, the friend, someone who abused you. Maybe it's God. Maybe it's yourself. Picture that person in front of you. And what do you feel? Next, we want to make an account of the debt that this person owes to you. What did they take from you? How did they hurt you? And it's all right if you feel a little upset, you feel angry, if you feel rage, if you feel hatred, whatever you're experiencing, but make an account. What did that person do to you? How did they hurt you? And I want you to imagine yourself telling them what they did to hurt you and how has it affected you. Just speak it from your heart to them. Telling them what they did to hurt you and just how it has affected you in your life. And now we can ask the Holy Spirit to reveal what you believe about yourself based on that incident, on that happening. What have you believed about your very identity because of this incident that happened? As the Lord is bringing something to the surface, we have to renounce that identity lie, to renounce it. One way we can do this is say, Lord, in your name, Lord Jesus, I renounce the lie and the name, that identity lie that, that is there in your heart. Could be, I'm not good enough. I renounce the lie in your name, Lord Jesus. I renounce the lie that I'm not good enough, that I'm a failure, that I can never be forgiven, that I'm unlovable, that I'm unforgivable, that this person is unlovable and forgivable. What's the identity lie you believe about yourself? And renounce it. And then also you ask the Holy Spirit to reveal the judgments you hold toward that person who hurt you? How are you judging them? And what are you holding against them in your heart as a judgment? And I want you now to renounce those judgments. Say in the name of Jesus, I renounce the judgment that, whatever it is you have against that person, I renounce the judgment 
that I hate this person. I renounce the judgment that this person stole everything from me. I renounce the judgment that I will never be forgiven. I renounce the judgment that I'm an utter failure. I renounce the judgment that there's no way that I could ever be forgiven. There's no way that whatever the judgment is against this person, you have. And renounce it in the name of Jesus. And I ask Jesus to forgive this person. So Lord Jesus, please forgive this person right now. And after we ask Jesus to forgive the person now, it's our turn to forgive the person from the heart, from the very center of our heart, to forgive the person, to release them, release ourselves, to forgive the person from our heart. And the final steps are pray a prayer of blessing over that person. That you ask God to bless them precisely in the opposite way that they hurt you. They stole from you your dignity. Say, Lord, bless them. May they know that they are loved, they are beloved of God, and, and I love them. Bless them, Lord. They stole from you your reputation. They hurt you. Lord, may you bless them. May you give them a, a good name. May you give them a blessed honor. May you, may you build them up. May you encourage them. May you bless them in their life. If you have struggles forgiving yourself, you think you're a disappointment, failure, say, Lord, bless, I should bless myself. Bless, bless myself, Lord. My identity, that I'm good, that I'm holy, that I'm your son, your daughter, and I'm precious in your eyes always. And finally, we ask Jesus to seal this forgiveness and heal the wound in our heart. And we just very simply say, thank you, Lord, for this healing. Thank you, Lord, for bringing me this forgiveness, bringing me this healing. And you can go back to this same prayer. You can go back to the same prayer if you need to. Keep going to it, keep returning to it for deeper forgiveness. In closing, dear Father Seraphim Mikolenko, one of our beloved, beloved priests of divine mercy, he would say, you know, mercy, I think you borrowed this from G.K. Chesterton as well, but mercy is loving the unlovable and pardoning the unpardonable. Loving the unlovable and pardoning the unpardonable, forgiving the unforgivable. And that's what Jesus asks us to do in our life. Every time we pray to our Father, to be people of mercy in our own hearts, in our hearts for others. And when we do that, we can be like Christ, a true beloved son and beloved daughter of the Father. Live our life faithfully, and then just like Christ did, return to the Father through the cross, through the resurrection, 
and into the glory that awaits us. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit divinemercyplus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's divinemercyplus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.